0: So you're pretty, you're pretty hard line. Ghosts aren't real.
1: I mean, not necessarily. They could be. But uh, like, I think if people want to believe that ghosts are real, that's fine. Um, I don't necessarily believe that. But uh, like specifically with the show, there will be like they'll hear like the air conditioner or something like that and be like, oh, did you hear that? It must be ghosts. (laughs) Like there yeah. was o- like, that's- one where they actually uh like it was actually rats. Um and they even like revealed like later on in the show like, oh, it was just rats. But, like, try, like up to that <laughs> point, they had been so convinced they put that was like st- evidence.
0: <laughs> they put, like, a stamp at the end of the episode, Just Rats! Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Ghost Busted! Just Rats! Or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's, like, one of the three categories. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Just Rats... That's what you'll be saying at the end of the episode when well, we don't cover this album as extensively as it deserves, you'll be like just rats. You know, you'll be like really upset. We should start the episode.
1: Click. Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago. Well, I just remembered that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Why don't you come
0: over and talk about it? Hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, welcome to Ivan. Mean to listen to that? The podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. Um, I'm trying to think of it like a good thing to try to get I don't want to just say like let's get into the record I, but I also don't want to go like so how are you? Because I don't, that's boring too. How are you Andrew?
1: Oh. I never ask how you are you always ask how I am but I never really like try to figure out what you're doing.
0: How am I? I'm doing okay I've been watching um, I'm doing like a spec 2 class so it's like I'm writing like a like a spec for like a an already established show. So that's going, that's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work in addition to this podcast.
1: What is it for?
0: It's, it's with Second City. It's like, um, and uh, we're just like, uh, I'm doing it like, I'm just doing it to do it. But then we'll see if I, I want to like, you know, kind of pursue working in writing or pursue work. I just want to like, kinda get the feel for like, you know, different types of um, I just want to, I, this is like my ideal really is that I don't need to be, you know, a famous person. I don't need to be like the most influential, you know, type of guy or like break new ground necessarily. That'd be cool. But like, not necessarily, is that's not what I need. I, I think something I would really love is just to like be involved, be like involved in like a community and like either self-created or like, um, just like be a part, be assimilated into a community really nicely. You know, I think like uh the ideal would be like I would be the guy who like never technically gets a job in like show business, but like Julia Roberts, when when my name comes up, she'll be like, oh yeah, Andrew, he's super nice. He's a good guy. Um that's that's the level I want. So yeah. What are your hopes and dreams, Ezra? <laughs>
1: Um, honestly, I think that like I was just thinking about this earlier today because uh, people ask that question a lot. Um, I. I don't know, I think that there's too much pressure um, put on people to pick a thing. And that's something that I've always felt uh, really put off by because I have a lot of things that I'm interested in and a lot of things that like I think I have some level of skill at. And um, yeah, there's just like this societal like you got to choose one. You can't do everything type of thing. Um, or if you do everything, you have to be good at everything. Um Mm. And the thing is, I want to do a lot of things. I enjoy doing this podcast, um, even though sometimes it probably doesn't seem like it. <laughs> um, I <laughs> enjoy uh, like I found from this podcast that I enjoy editing audio a lot. Um, I yeah. enjoy like making music. I enjoy writing. I enjoy like a whole bunch of things. Um And I don't really want to pick one. So, you know, like what's wrong with just having like not choosing something to be my career, but like just having things that I enjoy and doing them because I enjoy them. And uh, I can have like a part time job, probably. I don't think that I'm made for full time Um, and like do that. that's just like a job where I'm not exploited and treated like shit. Um, something that I can have for a long time and then just do the things that I really enjoy, like outside of that. And like on top of that, like have that to make money. And then the things that I enjoy don't have to be like a career or like, I don't have to be perfect or achieve any level of like fame from it or like any level of, um, like these weird parameters for success that like people know who I am or that like I make a lot of money from whatever I do. Like why can't mm-hmm. I just do things because I like them? And then like just whatever comes out of it comes out of it. Like I don't do yeah. this podcast for it's the like- money. You guys aren't paying me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like, that's a, that's like they like, that's a really difficult thing is like, Uh, with pod for example podcasting i love pod this is one of my favorite things to do like truly like this whole entire process is one of my favorite things to do but uh there is no guarantee there's so many podcasts out there there's so many there are a lot of talented people there are also a lot of like not very talented people who are doing well in this profession and i i'm doing my i'm doing my best to make this successful and to make like to take the steps necessary for it to be sustainable and and become something that people enjoy and like care about and stuff like that so i'm taking all those steps um but there's so many variables outside my control that if i go well if it doesn't reach this many people or if it doesn't make this amount of money then i am a failure i don't think that's a healthy way to like live your life so like i'm just like yeah we're we're just doing our best we're we're, we're small beans doing our best, wanting to like things from good people. Or Yeah,
1: whatever. honestly like, I prefer to just be a small bean trying their best, because like <laughs> there's so much pressure when people are looking at you and stuff too, and like I just want people to not look at me <laughs> like <laughs>
0: go away. <laughs> it's like why he chose podcasting that's <laughs> why we'll never do like a live feet of this no, or like never. a video thing.
1: <laughs> That's why yeah. I say uh, don't look for me on social media. I don't exist. <laughs> like, get out of my face. <laughs> I don't want any level of renown. Right. I want you to be, like, successful and achieve your dreams, Andrew. But, like, I want people to just leave me alone. I want the, <laughs> the quarantine culture where people stay six feet away from me and don't touch me to just be the thing. Like, <laughs> I hope that lasts.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it might. It might. Uh, well, <laughs> well. I know. I that. don't know
1: <laughs> what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> I hope that no, I, those I impacts it. last. But uh, obviously, of course, I don't want people to die or be hurt. So I hope that there is a treatment soon and that uh, we as a culture get over this, but that people like, you know, maybe rethink the idea of physical contact as like the first thing you do (laughs) when you meet someone.
0: (laughs) That is like, yeah, Uh, if you see me on the street, Uh, like I personally like being touched in various ways, but like, um, so if you, but if you see me, so if you see me on the street, um, like get a six foot pole and just poke me with it. That's, that's, I think that's the level of success that I would like admire.
1: You know, honestly, I would be okay with that too. Just don't physically touch me. (laughs) But if you want to poke me with like a pole or a flag or something, then that's cool.
0: Uh, Some I read, I like read a status the other day. I just like that. I thought was really funny. Just like, I'm pretty sure people who continue to poke people on Facebook in the past or now are sociopaths or like murderers or something (laughs) like that.
1: Or somebody that you don't know that adds you on Facebook and then, uh, like, waves at you, like, on Messenger and stuff. Like, <laughs> like those weird. people, too. That's just very creepy.
0: <laughs> That's so weird. That's very weird. Speaking of great transitions that I'm about to pull off right now, let's get into Martin Gay. So this is the rec. We're doing another solo bolo. Uh, it's been a little bit since a uh, solo. We. I, I would love to do, like, I, I, I kind of like doing these. Like, I, we should do more. Like, I'm just not saying Yeah,
1: so no pressure, like, no yeah, this feels good. no guests, no, like, people having to get to yeah. know me. What's that about?
0: Yeah, <laughs> or see you, or, like, look at you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Like... Don't look at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't! Just like this. <laughs> <like>, do <Don't. laughs> No! <laughs> uh, but we're here talking about Marvin Gaye, what's going on. What what's your what are your impressions? What are your thoughts on Marvin Gaye in general?
1: I think he's a cool dude. I like the music from him that I've heard. I don't have a lot of experience with his music. Like this album was new to me as well. Like because I know it was your pick. Mm, Wow. Um, And uh, but like I've heard um, I like Marvin Gaye, uh, all that I've heard. But it's mostly been like just from how much of his music is like ingrained in culture and stuff, and like it's been a lot of just picking up on things from that. Um, sometimes I will uh like seek out his music to specifically listen to, but uh, same thing with Nina Simone, I'd like just kind of put it on shuffle, I haven't really like listened to an album like front to back or anything from him until now. Um but yeah, I love his music. Um, I think, yeah, he's classic and there really aren't uh, a lot of artists like him. And
0: yeah, you of like artists who are like, you know, uh, similar to him is like Charles Gambino, Donald Glover. And I so I kind of like my interest was piqued in Marvin Gaye a little more when I read a Donald Glover interview about saying how Marvin Gaye is like one of his biggest influences and listening, first of all, like, um, and he, he was, he specifically brought the line uh, like the line about like uh, who's willing to save a world that's destined to die. He brought that line up and then he kind of like used that as a jumping off point for like the rest of the interview, looking at this now, looking at this record, it's like, it's so apparent that this is his guy, that this is his... Mi- like, at least for the recent era, Gambino, this is, like, one of his biggest inspirations. And uh, even, like, style-wise a little bit, like, performance style and stuff, and, like, kind of, like, the soul... The, the screaming and like, uh, later records. And I just... I, I I don't think this is a new... This isn't an original thought at all, but he would... Donald would be great playing Marvin Gaye in like a biopic, I think. I think he I think he's like a pretty close to perfect choice.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, I think, I think vocally he could kind of pull it off too. Like it's like I think with just like some training and just like kind of like adjusting the timbre. Like, but I think it's in that similar I think he's I think it's like do very doable. I mean he kind of looks like him too. I yeah, I just like I knew he was like a very This record was very existential and that's what I was kind of like wanting. I I just wanted to scratch that itch of just like a really existential record that's like questioning like our world and existence and stuff.
1: It's really simultaneously a good time for that and a bad time for that Mm -hmm. because it can be um, really dark constantly like having that in your life and all of the art that you consume and all of that. Uh, but then also like, it's very relevant and uh, yeah. like just kind of a good time to like explore those
0: thoughts a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. As long as you're like taking care of yourself generally, I think it's a good thing to like, you know, yeah, if, like absolutely. Kind of the same thing with like, n- like news or just like how much news you or Twitter you consume every day, but just like, yes, it's great to be informed and whatever. Yeah, you got to take care of yourself.
1: Well, and the thing is, I uh, have actually um, been spending a lot less time on social media lately um, just because I hit a point where, like, I think I was kind of using it like more as like I was going too far with it and finding it hard to like pull myself away. And it was like. Like it's not the news part of it that was depressing. It's just it's, there are so many people talking in so many different directions, and it gets to be a lot. And it is like it's really hard to keep up with in a healthy way.
0: And um, because like that's not how we con- that's not how we're supposed to consume information. Yeah, we're not supposed to consume information that quickly. Like,
1: well, and the thing is like i think that twitter and facebook and stuff uh can be very useful for getting like um individuals accounts of things like uh without um like people's personal accounts then uh if i was only relying on news chances are i wouldn't have uh known a lot of the like abuse that was happening at like the protests and stuff and like a lot of the shit that police were doing and continue to do um and so i think that like it can be good for that and um like it's important to get that perspective but you're right like we're not supposed to be it's not supposed to be like a constant barrage of like Oh, well, like there's this thing going on. Here's 50 people's voices, like just their takes on this. And then here's and then just right
0: after, like, right play, after that. It's, it's like jumping to something else.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so like kind of spending time away from that. It's it's not that I've been completely off of it, Um, because I mean, I'm sure you've seen like a post here and there from me, but uh, yeah. I've just been spending a lot less time on it and like probably more time on Twitter than Facebook too because like in my experience Twitter isn't as bad like just the people that like I have it a little bit better curated on there um and plus plus Twitter's better for actually keeping up with news whereas Facebook is better for shit posts um
0: <laughs>
1: and uh yeah, I don't know. I highly recommend it to people like I know people like it's not like a new <laughs> you gotta thing.
0: Try this Twitter thing out. <laughs> no, <Like.
1: laughs> I highly recommend taking time away from social media. Oh, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> OK, <I'm> there's
1: sorry. <laughs> um, I know it's not a new thing. I'm not the first person to do this or anything, but uh, I tend to write it off a lot when people do that, like, uh, but I don't need it. Um, But like, truly, it really is good for mental health and stuff like spend the time that you would be scrolling through Facebook, um, like uh, divide it up, like read the news a little bit. But like also spend some time taking care of yourself and figuring out like uh, your own Thoughts and feelings on things and like give yourself some time to breathe between like reading the news and like catching up on social media and stuff like it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can be like somewhere in the middle, just like have dedicated time if you have to like, okay, here's 30 minutes that I can spend on social media and then the rest of this like um, I'm going to be getting my news like from the news, not from, like, everybody's thoughts on it.
0: And just, like, even just, like, beyond, like, you know, news and stuff, just, like, I think it's a pretty, it's a, there are a lot of studies of just, like, co- correlate high correlation between people who are happier, like, people who, like, use social media less. Um, it's pretty correlatory. That's not a word. But, <laughs>
1: but also, um, it's not going to cure your depression or anything like that. I am still a depressed bitch
0: yeah it's it's not it's not like you're in like um and that's also a balance of just like there's like you know you you can't insulate yourself too much with
1: absolutely and that's why i'm saying like like it doesn't have to be all or nothing like don't just cut yourself off from everybody else and like isolate yourself because that is also going to make you depressed and it's going to like Like you're going to be too far detached, like in a lot of cases, especially like uh, if you have societal privilege, it's very easy to just turn things off and not pay attention. And because certain issues don't impact you, then you uh, like can just ignore them and like that's not good either like you should stay informed know what's going on know what you can do to help but like don't devote every waking second to it because like then you will be exhausted and burnt out and um like it's going to make you more depressed there's like a good balance that you need to achieve
0: well this goes this ties nicely into this transition's and dovetails really nicely into uh, the thesis of the record and the themes of the record. I just want to read this little quote about um, Marvin Gaye was that Gaye was hardly an activist in the traditional sense. When his Vietnam battered brothers wasn't an emotional catalyst, Gaye neglected to send him one letter during his army stint. And though he was, certain, uh, he was certainly aware of Detroit race riots that left 43 people dead in 1967, he viewed the sad display on TV through his cushy home on the outskirts of town. Not to say that Gay didn't wholeheartedly believe in the progressive observations found in what's going on, but his relative distance from his subjects allowed him to fly over top of them, providing a healing pulse to disarray below. So that's kind of like ties ties into like what you were saying of just like Yeah, I think like um to to an extent, like Gay has is like kind of escaped being on the front lines a little bit and like kind of like worked his way worked his way up and like has some level of protection but like he's uh by making this record by taking emotional inventory of our problems and putting them into music that's like another way to like help and that's another way to like uh so this is that's kind of like the theme of the record is just like first of all just like taking like emotional and sociological inventory of literally just like what's going on, like what's happening. Um, yeah. And yeah. It kind of starts like, that's what the first song is. It's just like, you know, him observing police brutality and like being very saddened by that. And then pulling that string and just like, but why are people going, why is this, why is there this war in Vietnam? Like, why are we? And then it just like, it then it kind of goes into like a lot, a very spiritual like he kind of like looks he searched searches for answers and the answer he kind of finds here is just like god and like jesus and stuff and uh that's how he reckons with it a little bit just like like there this is not like god will save us and like god will unite us and all the these things um so yeah yeah what are your thoughts what are Um, your thoughts (laughs)
1: <laughs> what are my thoughts? Um, yeah, so uh, I really liked the album. I like um, how uh, it's kind of like it's very succinct and like very unified. Yeah. Uh, everything kind of like exploring, like a lot of albums that we talk about, um, they have like so many different themes because like it can be like showcasing different things and this does have like a lot of different themes but it's kind of like each song flows into each other like I was listening to it in the car today and uh, it's so hard to just pick out a song from it and be like oh this is this song like if you're just listening to it all together because like everything just flows so much into each other Um, but yeah it's like uh, like I mean even like the last song is kind of like uh reprising the first one so that it just yeah it's circular it like goes back into each other um i don't know and if that like, was the best uh, way to word some, that like, but
0: <laughs> no 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 and like some like songs like kind of have the instrumental like motifs that repeat in like later songs It just like oh they took the drum pattern from what's going on and, to, and put it into what's happening brother just like so like feels, like, of a piece, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so this album uh, is, like, it's, like, a concept album, like, meant to be uh, from, like, the point of view of, like, a veteran returning home from Vietnam. So it's very... Uh, it ties in a lot of like what was happening like with the Vietnam War and like what was happening just like in the country here, too, with like uh, the oppression and like brutality and injustice and stuff, too. Yeah, I think that like he does that really well in like a really um, concise way, like because that's also like we don't talk about a lot of albums that are less than 10 songs. That's something that I appreciate, like just taking the time that you need to accomplish like what you're trying to and then don't like add things just to add things like just kind of keeping it like its own unified work. Like I don't like the whole uh, an album needs to be between 10 and 12 songs. and, And like, that's just what it is. And maybe a few bonus tracks on like a deluxe version. Like I don't like these like standards that people have set. I think it's nice yeah. that he kind of goes outside of that.
0: Yeah, and like there, I'm sure there's a wonderful record that's two hours and fifty songs. You know, I'm sure yeah. there's there's a there's one ten out of ten record. I don't I don't think I've ever heard it before in my lifetime, but I'm sure it's out there. It's just, like... <laughs> yeah, all this is very connected, and like it's like um. a theme is just like kind of like uh you were talking about just like uh you know vietnam and like kind of it being inspired by his brother who spent three years so it's like three years in vietnam and then just like coming back to america and the world has changed and he's like trying to figure out what's going on and it's like it's like um i would say like it's very um hippie ish a little bit just like just imploring peace and everyone getting along and like like it it can be viewed as like oh it's a very simplistic way to like look at things and just like hey man just believe in god and like you know everyone why are we fighting man who's like bleh? like i think there there can be um there's a part of me that sees it as like a simplification of these really complex issues, but.
1: Well, the thing is, I, I think- don't think that he's trying to necessarily solve anything on this record. He's right. just talking about the issues and like uh, expressing that thought of like, you know, like, why can't we just get along? Like, why can't uh, peace be a thing? And like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with uh i don't know exploring that element of things like not not every album has to be like here's the problem and here's how we're gonna fix it
0: here's an itemized (laughs) list of like the solutions you're right yeah um but at the the, but there is like a fundamental i think there is a fundamental truth it just like like, when you think about it, just like all of this is so f-ing stupid, like, you know, all of this, yeah, like, you know, that's like a fundamental thing. And just like, all of this is so, like, why, like, police brutality and just like war and like, you know, fighting each other and like killing each other. And, um, it, it's, it's like, it's just like, hey man, like, why have you considered? peace and love and all these things it's like really um, have you
1: considered uh not being a racist bigoted (laughs) dickhead (laughs) Yeah. like you know what it's much more fun to just lay back and like be peaceful and like view people as equal to you
0: yeah and i think like um the other thing i'm picking up on is just like i think i view this as a very very hopeful record you know, and this is like... Yeah,
1: it does feel that way.
0: But he, you know, like, Marvin Gaye, he struggled with depression and addiction for the majority of his life. And, like, uh, he's, you know... Yeah, so he... And, like, drug addiction and stuff like that. Um, but, like, I view this is a very hopeful record. I'm just, like... This is a spiritual record, too. And the, the, the problem with a lot of, like, CCM music or, like, Christian music is they paper over really complicated issues and with just like a platitude of just like God will provide da, 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 da. and this comes close to doing that but I can't articulate why it avoids it but it does like
1: well it's because again like he's not offering a solution he's not saying uh, turn to God and that'll it, yeah. solve all your problems he's like saying that like like God can be helpful and this, spirituality can be helpful in that. And like a lot of people, uh, lean on that when dealing with, uh, issues of like oppression and like when there's, uh, all of this injustice going on, but it's not like we can't be, uh, just like hands off about it. Like thoughts and prayers are going to solve everything. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, I think that that's exactly why he avoids it is because he's not saying that. And like the thing is, you call this a hopeful album. It is. But there's also like a sense of urgency to it. It's not like a hopeful in that, like everything's going to work out and we're all going to be okay um, because we have God or because Mm -hmm. like X, Y or Z, like he provides hope. But he also like recognizes that things are kind of hopeless. Mm.
0: Yeah, with the song. Like, uh,
1: particularly with that line that you were talking about. Uh, what was it? The line that you were talking about that, um, like, Donald Glover. Who's lover. willing to save a
0: world. Yeah. Who's yeah. willing to save a world that's destined to die. Yeah. Yeah. So f- good. Yeah, so good. Um. Yeah, just, like, I, I don't hear a lot of artists talk about that. Like, maybe I don't listen. Maybe it's just, like, maybe it's just, like, um maybe it's to what I'm listening to maybe but like i'm sure this is like covered in some other records but like i don't hear this a lot and just like i think it's like so i think there's like so much truth in it and like but then it's just like but even that song ends on a hopeful note of just like why are we doing this to save the babies you know why are we doing this to um for the future generation you know we're doing this hard work now so that the future generation will
1: Well, like I said, it is a hopeful album, but it still like acknowledges that it's a hopeless situation. It's hopefulness. Hopefulness is not a word. Um, (laughs) It's like (laughs) a hope in the midst of like despair. And um, I don't know. I'm not articulate. Uh,
0: (laughs) But so but like to go back to like this being a very explicitly christian record um i think what he's trying to say is like our hope is in like because like he i think he has very little faith in people to end this awfulness and then he's kind of like saying in like holy holy like uh we can conquer hate forever we need him holy i think th- i think he believes there's in order to attain actual long lasting peace, there needs to be some level of divine intervention, which even, even with me as like, you know, I, I would identify as Christian, but like I have my, you know, issues and problems and doubts and everything like that. But I think there's, I think I find myself gravitating towards that sentiment sometimes.
1: Yeah. I, um, I've talked about my thoughts on, God and stuff on here. Like I uh, would not really um, call myself a Christian, but like I grew up in that environment. So like there's a level of like familiarity there. Um, So like that element of things doesn't really like like it doesn't like hit like home with me or anything like that. But uh, I still like I get it. And like Just that feeling that like everything is hopeless and like people can't like we can't trust other people to do what's right because um, of all of this history of people not doing that. And so like, yeah, like hoping for like divine intervention and like like praying for that and uh, really like wanting that, like that is understandable. And like in some ways, like I wish I did believe in God so that I could like have that hope. But like where I'm at, it's not it doesn't feel like we can trust people to do what's right. But it kind of feels like our only option is to try to get more people to do the right thing and Some level of that is through I don't know. There are a lot of different ways to uh, try for that and stuff. And yeah, it is really an impossible situation. Violent protest works, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make one more point, though. I'm just like uh, I, I, I do because I also believe that he's not saying well, let's just sit around and just like do nothing and God will handle it. Just, no, like, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. exactly why I think that it avoids those issues that you were talking about before. He's not saying like this will solve everything. Like even in the Bible, they uh, I'm paraphrasing, but uh, like <laughs> there are verses about how faith without action um, is useless. Yeah. And uh, you can't just sit back and be faithful and trust God to do everything like you need to actually like do something. And like the whole thing with like Christianity is that like God will reward that action. And he if you step out and stuff, you're not going to fall flat on your face or be unsupported because that's where God comes in and like can help you and stuff. That's like the whole philosophy with that. So many people like get it wrong just because they are lazy and it's more convenient for them to sit back yeah. and pray and think that they're actually doing something by doing Lots that.
0: Prayers. Yeah. 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 Like- yeah. And it's just like the final theme I've noticed is just like, like regardless if you're a Christian or not, just the idea of like mercy of just like, I think it's true. Like a lot of people need to be held accountable. A lot of people need to, and things need to change. But I think we also need a lot of mercy, you know? And like, that's like something he's trying to like take from the Bible and Christianity and stuff like that. Just like, yeah, we like, this earth is kind of, I don't know how much of ab- he's like talking about like, you know, uh environmentalism like i don't know how much abuse the much more abuse the world can take and like we need like if we keep going we're going to like die so like i think like he's like praying for mercy on some level or, or some level of like you know forgiveness or holistic change in that way that's like not necessarily earned uh we'll take a little break and be right back da 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 <laughs> uh hey everybody uh welcome back to the show Uh, It's me, Andrew, still. Um, Oh, and and I'm uh, Ezra. I don't know if I
1: was ever actually introduced on this episode. Yeah, uh, I
0: feel... If you don't
1: know, now you know.
0: If you don't know, now you know. (laughs) Hamilton. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, Anyways, uh, I love you, Lynn. Come on my show. <laughs> like, we'll, 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 <laughs> you we'll can record a life.
1: podcast without me. It's fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, welcome back to the show. Uh, and we're here to talk about Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Yeah, let's go into highlights. What was a highlight for you?
1: So it was really hard to, like, separate out a lot of the songs because they, like, fit so much as a unit. But, uh, yeah, I... Yes. Would say. It's like uh, a chalky cat,
0: an absolute (laughs) unit. (laughs) Uh,
1: Save the Children is definitely a highlight for me. Yes. Um, It's like a very good. I don't know how to talk right now, so I'll (laughs) let you. (laughs) It's a very good. It's a very good. um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's a very like serious and like existential song. Um, But, you know, that's my shit. And it also like sounds really good, too. Um, Yeah. Like I like the like like, vocals behind it and stuff like the uh, more choral thing. And then like how the spoken word like uh, works with the um, vocals and everything. And. Yeah, it's just really good and um, really existential, and I like it.
0: And like, uh, just it, yeah, the call and response with himself, so it's like an internal interrogation. And this, so on the first listen, when I listened to this for the very first time, this is the one that immediately stood out because he was the half of it was spoken word and half of it was sung. I knew like the the other songs. I had to like look on Genius or whatever to like know what he was saying because sometimes i like listen the first listen i'll listen to it for like the feel of it really it just like you know oh this is what yeah yeah but like this is the one on the first listen because he's saying what the lyrics are and then singing them like it hit hard immediately
1: absolutely it's not really one that you can like lose yourself in so much it's not really like something that you just have on in the background for fun or anything like that like it draws you in and uh makes it very clear like what he's talking about i think that's great
0: yeah and it's just like um pessimism transferring to hope of just like or even just like i guess not even hope but more like we we do this because we have to, you know. We do, yeah. But like, it's like the hu. I don't know, it's just like the human curse a little bit. Just like we, on some level, like I don't think there's a person who's purely altruistic ever. Like I don't think even like very good people, like you know, who do a lot of great things. I don't. I'm not sure if there's someone who's purely altruistic ever in the world. Um, so he's kind of just like pointing that out it's just a beautiful song. I don't really have much more. We kind of said, I think I felt like, I feel like I said everything in the theme section.
1: Yeah. Uh, I feel like we did talk about it a lot there. Um, With this song and just a lot of this album, it does, like it is so clear, like why, like the parts that um, Childish Gambino uh, was like influenced by and um, just the, parts that like he drew inspiration from and like the similarities there and like this song like i feel a lot of that like especially in light of uh his most recent album.
0: Yeah. Just like the chorus like who is destined oh, to die just like that bit is so good. Um so it's good. like it like i think i like i don't like uh i've been crying listening to music more lately. And, like, a few of these songs really got me. Like, um, uh, what's it called? Like, so this song did at one point uh, also Flying High in the Friendly Sky. Just I think it's one of my favorites on the record because it's so personal and just like so it's like about his drug addiction and just like how he knows that doing these drugs is bad for him and will kill him if he doesn't stop. But he's just like so like in his voice you could hear the euphoria of the high but also the pain he is feeling you know just like self-hate of just like I wish I could stop and just like the pain of just like being alive and being depressed and just like I'm hooked my friends to the boy who makes slaves out of men of just like and like the line line that really got me was self-destruction in my hands of just like I, I and I've I've felt that way a lot. And not with like hard drugs, but like just like of just like being depressed or just like I can ruin my life if I wanted to, you know? Of just like if I or if I like kept going on a certain path or like kept doing something I knew was bad for me. I, I just yeah, this song really made this song really got me. Um
1: yeah. yeah. I feel it too. Um turning to like substances and stuff like that to uh mask depression or, like, try to just not feel depressed a little bit or, like, just try to make things a little bit better and just try to survive is a very familiar feeling. It's not, like, something that I, like... I've generally kept like a good handle on things for myself, but uh, like just occasionally I kind of will uh, slip into that a little bit. And uh, yeah. just because like it hurts to be alive <laughs> and yeah. like, yeah, it is, I, I really like the song too. And I like, you can really feel the pain in it, but then it also like, like you said like he does capture like the more like high well too, just kind of like floating away but also like there is like that pain underneath it and like knowing that you shouldn't like succumb to that and you shouldn't numb yourself and like get through life with drugs like mm-hmm. that you shouldn't do that but that like it's just such a, like, the making slaves out of men thing. Like, it's just such a, un like, it's not something that you can really help. It really captures addiction and pain and depression, like, really well.
0: So this is something I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about on the Nina Simone episode, but didn't find an organic place to, like, kind of point this out. Of just, like, and this is tied to that song and also... uh <laughs> That song and also uh, the save the save the children song. I'm just like I hate the term. I hate the like the platitude like hurt people hurt people. I I because it feels like a curse. I'm just like just because you know you've experienced hurt in your life guarantees you're gonna hurt other people. I, I don't think that's what it is. But well, I wish... and I don't
1: think that that's what people are getting at when they say that. I think that people are more right. getting at that like. When, uh, like, a lot of people who, like, perpetuate, like, abuse and shit like that, they, um... Like it's because like there's a root of having been hurt before and experienced experienced abuse and been on the receiving end of that. But I think that it's very unhelpful a lot of times when people bring it up and like where it's applied, because I don't know, it just reminds me of when I was going through shit with my family and uh, how like how much anger and frustration I had uh, towards my mom. And talking to my brothers and like explaining the situation and like trying to get them to understand uh, some of the like emotional abuse that I had experienced. And my brother, uh, like one of them telling me that uh, I should consider her feelings and that I was hurting her. And like, I think that that platitude like that can be brought up in situations to uh Silence um, victims and to try to make them feel guilty and stuff like that, like uh, basically to just placate them so that they like don't speak out about their abuse and like don't ruffle any feathers and stuff like that. Like, I think that it can be brought up in that situation, but like. I think from an outside perspective, if you are not like if you're just saying it to try to understand people's psychology, that's the only time that it's useful. It's not useful to say to somebody who's been abused. It's not useful to say to an abuser um, or to like apply it to any specific situation, because uh, at that point you are guilting people or like trying to like sympathize with abusers. And like that's not what that's supposed to be sorry to uh, derail what you were saying but no no, no, no. I just that, have a lot of feelings all... on that phrase too
0: no this is all wonderful stuff but like, this this is uh this kind of like is going uh, into what I'm saying too just like uh, to talk about you know the idea of just like uh, what he's talking about in uh, save the children I'm just like you know people are bad people are bad so that means they're going to you know do bad things and you're gonna perpetuate you know, all these awful things. I think it's, th- there's a level of empathy to, to it. of just like, you know, I, I, you know, I've gone through like emotional abuse and stuff like that. And, uh, I've, uh, forgiven and I've like, you know, done a lot of work on myself and therapy and whatnot, but it is like the idea just like, um, there is an, there's like, it takes an immense amount of work not to carry that on to the next generation it takes an immense amount of work um that some people just don't have to do you know to not like carry that trauma on to like the next generation and yeah that i think that i think that's what he's talking about in save the children it seems like an impossible task to make the next to like do the work so that the next generation will be healthy and like not carrying on our human curse Yeah, well,
1: it's like I was kind of thinking about that earlier today because uh, I have uh, BPD and I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on this podcast before. I know that I have, but I don't know how much has uh, been cut from episodes and if (laughs) it's ever actually been left in me talking about it. But uh, like I was just thinking about that earlier today, how it fucking sucks to uh, like because. Not everybody's BPD is from that, but mine is definitely like, uh, partially, um, because of like trauma. And, uh, yeah. like it really sucks feeling like I have this obstacle to overcome before I can accomplish the same things as people around me. Like, I joke about how it's, uh, like how it's re- ridiculous the idea to me that, like, People are mentally healthy, but like there are people that are there are people that don't have to like recover from like anything, like when they're going into adulthood. Like there are people that can just like step forward into like what they're supposed to do and don't have to do all this work on themselves in order to like be quote unquote normal and uh, like just fit into a society. And so like doing all of that work, not only to uh, I don't want to say fix yourself, but doing all that work like not only to um, like allow yourself to succeed, but to like allow future generations to succeed and to not have uh, things that they have to like recover from so much, like to not have um, traumatic childhoods and like not be uh, 10 steps behind everybody else because of all the work that they have to do to recover. Like that's so difficult. Like it's so difficult to not pass on those things if it's the only way that you've experienced things.
0: Yeah. And even people who are like doing the best the best they can, they there are unintentional consequences sometimes. Absolutely. Uh, like, yeah, which sucks.
1: Like I've uh, had like I'm not perfect and I've definitely like had times
0: where
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely had times where I like uh, cross a line or do something that's not okay. And uh, fortunately, in my adult life, I have uh, people around me who will tell me if that happens and that way I can work to be better the next time. But like just even by mistake, it's really hard not to like slip into unhealthy shit It's very, very daunting to uh, like to not like it's very daunting to uh, like have that responsibility to not pass on that shit even uh, unintentionally. When they shouldn't
0: have passed it on to you in the first place. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) That's not something that uh, I asked for or that like anybody asks (laughs) for. (laughs) Nobody's like, please, can I have trauma please can I have like shit to recover from like when I and, go into my and even, adult life
0: <laughs> and even just on a macro sense no one asks to be born you know even yeah like, uh, let's let's get to uh, what's another well, that, another, highlight. Oh, God, another sorry.
1: thing is like people don't ask to be born and like a lot of parents don't consider the repercussions of bringing someone into the world either like bringing someone into a world that is this fucking bleak and bringing someone (laughs) into like maybe a family that doesn't have their shit figured out or like. And I know it's not under everybody's control. And like, that's absolutely like, I think that if people want to have kids, they should. But like, I think uh, like so many people like an unfortunate thing about it is that so many people just like don't consider all of the aspects before they do have kids and like before they do bring life into this world and like raise that life and be responsible for that life. And that's like that just makes it so much worse <laughs> because. uh yeah. Because it is something that you have to be very intentional about, like not making things worse for someone and not uh, setting them up to fail. And if you don't have that intentionality about it and you're not like genuinely like trying to avoid the things that people have done to you, like avoid passing that on, then like you absolutely like are going to pass that shit along to somebody who didn't ask for it, didn't even ask to be alive, and uh, (laughs) didn't, like, have any control over any of that situation.
0: And the the song then just, like, kind of... That's the brilliance of this song, of what's happening. Not not what's happening, brother. Of, uh, uh, um, save the children. Of just, like, I think he brings it up. First of all, he brings it up, which is rare in society and rare in like music and to at least in, to my knowledge, really Uh for then he, the, but then he's just like, you gotta try. You just gotta try. You just, ha- you just have to, I, I think you just have to keep pushing forward and you, you, you can't just give up, you know, you can't just stop, you know, because you have to think about, you have to think about the, the children and the babies and like, you know, what's beyond you you know yeah you can't just you can't just litter and be a piece of you know
1: yeah you you have social responsibility to other people
0: yeah so if we are in this world um in if we are born into this world we didn't ask to be in we have like this is our reality we have to make the best of it and we have to make it better for people and for ourselves and for other people uh, let's get to another song. Let's get to something else. <laughs> what's another song you liked? I'm sure, yeah, like, what's another uh, song? I like?
1: really like the um, title track. I think it, like, sets mm-hmm. the stage really well. I mean, what is going on? Great question.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: But, uh... It's a great question. <laughs> yeah, it, um, flows really well into the other songs. Like, not to mention just the sound of it is so good. Um, I just love, uh, like the soulful, like vocals and stuff, like in general, all throughout this album, I love his vocals. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it does feel like this song does feel a little hippie ish, like with the war is not the answer. Let's just be peaceful and stuff. But like, Yeah, yeah, it's nice and comforting, it but nice. like in general, this album, like in the sound of it, it's very comforting. But there is like a sense of urgency there, too. It's it, kind of like, like I feel like a good song to compare it to, not to keep bringing him up, but uh, like Childish Gambino, um, like his uh, like feels like summer. Um, yeah. And just in like the song sonically, just like being chill (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but then like and the vocals like really talking about like serious shit that's going on and how like uh there's all this darkness around it's kind of nice to have like that blend and like balance that he accomplishes in
0: this i love how like uh the idea of like uh appealing to um the world as like we're all just one big family of just like um obviously this is like you know cis-centric a little bit but like brother 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 sister sister i'm like like the idea of just like um mothers are like there are too many of you crying over like your slain sons and like um he's uh, he's imploring the father figure that we don't need to escalate this anymore we don't need more war we don't need more violence and then i love the line Picket lines and picket signs don't punish me with brutality. It's very relevant today. Of just like peaceful protests are met with violence. And I also just like the heavenly instrumental during the beginning of the third verse of just like just the violins and just like the backing vocals. It's like it. it that's just so beautiful. And, like,
1: it really is. You know,
0: who are they to judge us simply because our hair is long? Uh <laughs> that's like that is that's the most hippie ish line <laughs> Just yeah like, a little bit yeah
1: <laughs> you know what since this song doesn't include non-binary people i'm going to change that line to who are they to judge us simply because our hair is short because because <laughs> undercuts are non-binary culture so it is done
0: the other main highlight for me is uh the last song First of all, I could see like a super conscious rapper, like Common rap over this beat. Just like I I thought it was really this is is something Common would rap over. Uh, Just like um, the dad who's going to save us all. Um, But like um, (laughs) (laughs) just like the idea of like um, this is a nice counter to like the very Christian and hippie-ish kind of ideals of just like, hey man, only God can save us. Like, oh, you know, we got to like rely. But then just like this is like him bringing up these very valid and real frustrations. And then just like how it makes us, what all we could really do is just holler and frustration. And I I just love how he like addresses these pains. And uh, the last thing just about this song is just like, for me at least is just like the it returning to. So if you wanted to play it on a loop or whatever, just like the last thing you hear is like a very, a, a less impassioned version of the first song i just like, he's tired, you know, he's singing the same song, but he's just like tired. And I think that's brilliant. I I just think that's a brilliant final thing to hear on the record. So,
1: yeah, yeah, I really like that, too. You can just listen to it for hours and hours because it'll just keep looping back. Um, But uh, I really like... I do like how this stands out from the rest of the album a lot. It kind of has that, uh, the dark vibes that I was wanting because that's the only music that I like. Um, because I'm a sad bitch. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I like the way that, um, he builds like tension in this and, um, it yeah, just kind yeah. of like slowly like builds like. More and more into that, but then like dissipates. It's it's just really good, really smooth, like really solid.
0: Any lowlights? Any any songs that? Any yeah? Any lowlights? Just generally in this record, really?
1: Um, in general, no. I don't really have uh, any wow. like because again, like I just feel like it's really concise and they don't um, really ha- like. They don't have anything like that's unnecessary on it, except for that, like on right on um, that, like whatever crank instrument that is like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I just don't <laughs> like that. OK, <laughs> And
0: my only low light really is um right on. I think it's like I've, I've made a joke status about this the other day of just like. You get one seven minute song and that's it, like like on a record. Like, um and uh I just feel like this doesn't just this this song didn't have that like I like the notion of just like saying right on to the people who are actually trying to help and do good. I like that sentiment a lot. I think that's really sweet. But like it just like was it didn't have didn't feel focused and it didn't justify the length of like seven minutes, I, like I like to be if a song seven minutes, generally, I'd like to be taken on a journey. And this felt like him just saying, like, I think this and this and this, uh, like, you know, just like, I felt like it could have been like four or five minutes, maybe.
1: Yeah, that's fair. The song could have been cut down and it would have been a lot better. And they could have removed that weird crank noise. That they have repeatedly, and it would have been a it's lot like, better. It's,
0: <laughs> it's like the uh, it's like um, in preschools where like the kids have like little screwdrivers and like they they're like fix they're like um like the the plastic nails and like. Fun and fact: and
1: That's actually exactly how they recorded this song. They just had like a fucking kid and his like Fisher Price whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just like. <laughs> oh boy um any any stray observations final thought any stray observations or like any other highlights lowlights before we get into final thoughts uh not really yeah it's just like this is a, i just like i think this is a like great christian record <laughs> like honestly I, um, I think it kind of is and it
1: like so i get why you call it a christian record but it doesn't feel like a christian record entirely to me it has christian themes well like because
0: it's good like (laughs) like...
1: true (laughs) that is the fucking truest thing that has been said on this podcast um (laughs) but uh i don't know it has christian themes it's kind of like i guess because it's good really is a good descriptor because like (laughs) the bands that like toe that line a lot I don't know if toe that line is the right phrase. I don't know. That phrase confuses me. But the bands that kind of like on that line a little bit between Christian and secular music, like do tend to just like their most defining trait is like they're good. But it's also like the fact that uh, they... It's not like every fucking line is about God or like yeah. um, every second has to be like like every line has to end with like praise him or something like that. Like it's yeah, 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 it has like overarching like Christian themes throughout it, but it's not he doesn't like linger on that for like every second of the album. But, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just and like a. Uh any uh remaining thoughts just like uh mercy mercy me is great uh i just love the way he sings things i the way they
1: used to be i love
0: that bit um yeah this is like the clear like childish gambino like was inspired by this it seems like just like the like feels like summer is like a very direct seems like a direct line yeah Um, so yeah That's that. Those are my thoughts on the record. Let's go into final thoughts and ratings. The way this works is we'll rate this record out of 10 and like give our final thoughts. Uh, Ezra, would you like to go first?
1: Yeah, I think this is just such a solid album. Like, I can't say enough how it doesn't really like I mean, you're right. Maybe like right on is a little bit too long, but uh, I think. I can let that slide this time, but, like, you're on thin fucking ice. (laughs) Watch yourself, Marvin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, it's just... It is, like, a very good, concise, like, breezy album, but, like, breezy probably isn't the right word because there are also, like, a lot of, like, heavier themes, a lot of very, like, important, like, things that he dives into, and, um, like... I don't know. I do like the simplicity that it's not like, here's what we have to do to solve this issue. Like it's um, just more kind of a moment in time and like setting the scene. And I say a moment in time, but it's very applicable today. So (laughs) uh, I don't necessarily mean that in terms of it being dated or anything, but like. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it like he says what he needs to say and then he pieces out. He doesn't like Say what
0: you need to say. Try to write <laughs>
1: three more songs to like squeeze in there. Um and I think that's a characteristic of a really good album. Like I thoroughly enjoyed this. Like again, I don't really think that there are any major lowlights. Um and even though like it has Christian themes, like it is good, but <laughs> Also, I say a lot of shit, but I think there are plenty of there's plenty of music with Christian themes that's good. Like just earlier today, I was listening to Twenty One Pilots first album, which has a lot of Christian themes. But the reason I was listening to it, like, is because it is a classic dependable album. I highly recommend, you know, like,
0: um, you know, uh, the uh, original name for Twenty One Pilots was Twenty One Pontius Pilots. That's a true fact.
1: Anyway, um so ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it we just recorded an episode. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny guys, okay? Um <laughs> We just recorded an episode earlier to or like not earlier, yesterday. Um and I still forgot to pick a metric to rate this album on. Give me one
0: second. It's, it's there's so many like things to keep in track. Up, like with this we show. have a very complex <laughs> podcast. You have it's like, to be fair, you have to have
1: a high IQ to understand uh, our podcast. Yeah. Nothing personnel. Dude. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I am going to. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to give this 10. <laughs> forgive me for this metric, because again, I literally just picked it. Um, but I'm going to give this 10 long hairs out of 10. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, so this is like a, uh, I love this record. I, I, I had a great time with this. Um, made me very happy and like I cried a few times listening to it, like, um, at different, like, not like, you know, it it's definitely the first few times. It was like a pleasant listen. And then I sat down and like, you know, Yeah, it's once the weight of it sets in, but, like, yeah. Yeah. but it's, like, also just, like, fun and vibrant and full of life and just, like, um, touching on, like, real... I I, I think um, we needed and do need to take inventory of how this time is making us feel and, like, how, like, what is, like, what's happening, like, like what? What's going, going on? on in the yeah, news. yeah. What's going on? In the, I was trying to avoid saying that. <laughs> <laughs> like what's happening in the news, and what's happening internally, and what's happening with like the human condition, and like you know racism and all that stuff. I think um, uh, so. This serves as a great reminder to do so, and I love that it's just it's a hopeful record that doesn't skirts the real pain and the real emotional turmoil people are going through.
1: Yeah, it's a hopeful record, but it's not, like, toxically positive.
0: Exactly. And so, um, and just, like, Marvin Gaye's voice is just, like, butter and just, like, uh, heavenly and, like, gorgeous. And just, like, he was a real, really special man. So I'm going to give this 10 fish full of mercury out of 10. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's another uh, tenor, baby. Uh, I think we got um, the Black Parade was the other one, and this is the other one. So, yeah. He is
1: another uh, tenor, not a baritone, not a bass. An-
0: <laughs> another one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get into our... <gasps> I've been meaning to listen to that.
1: And I did. Play- Playlist.
0: List. Great.
1: I can go Uh, first since I spoiled Ah. mine earlier. (laughs) Uh, So because every time that uh, the album title is mentioned, um, I think of a song that does not have the same title, but like the only reason that it doesn't have the same title is. uh, Well, actually, I'll I'll get into that in a second. I'll just say uh, it's What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Click.
0: Oh, yeah, it's a great song. Um,
1: but yeah, it's such a good song. It always reminds me of Sensate, which is a show that was canceled before its time. It's just really nice and catchy and like, what is going on, man? And the, the only reason that they didn't name it what's going on is specifically because of this album, too, because they didn't <laughs> want to, like, compete or anything. <laughs> but everybody, like... If everybody would know it as what's going on because they don't really say what's up anytime time in the song. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't really fit.
0: <laughs> I love this song. Such a great melody. Such an instantly memorable melody. And uh, yeah, I played this on my 25th birthday and it was really nice. Uh, okay. Were you having so... an existential crisis? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, my pick is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, my pick is Evil by Stevie Wonder. Click. Can hide evil? Why do you infest our purest thoughts with hatred? So, yeah, this, like, uh, a contemporary... I didn't say Marvin. nice
1: that time, but it is nice. It's a good song. Good pick.
0: <laughs> it is a great song. Yeah, I love this song. Uh played at the end of uh, an episode of Atlanta. That was the first time I heard it. And then I just, like, really got into Stevie Wonder lately. And he's just, like, a... It's great. Um, just... It, it is literally just him, like, ask. It, it's his version of, like, what's going on. It's just, like, why is there so much evil? And, like, why are people why are good people corrupted and like all this, you know, so it's just like a great companion piece to this record. So yes. uh, this entire, that entire record, um, but this song in particular too. So I love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you everybody for listening to our show. Um, you can find me at Andrew. I haven't like settled on like an order of like, which ones I do. Like I should do that eventually, but like, um, you can find me at Andre A. Lee on Instagram and Twitter. I love and, the uh, way that I'll... that
1: rhymes. <laughs> you can find me <laughs> at Andre Lee.
0: Yeah, okay, I'll do that. You can find me at Andre Lee on Instagram and Twitter. I also have a letterbox now, so, like, you know, uh, I'll just, like, post my dumb thoughts on, like, uh, you know, movies I watch. So you can see that every so often. And... Yeah, you uh,
1: kind of do that on Facebook anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, I decided. I, like, yeah, I'll just, like, just... It's, like... Just coffee and them. Uh, yeah, so you can find me there. Uh, you can find Ezra at Ezra.Indigo on Instagram. You can find the podcast at IBMTLTT on Instagram and Facebook. You can check out our website at IBMTLTT.com. And you could follow, you could email us questions, send us hate mail, send us love mail. Ooh. And also like mansplain things to us at... Uh I've been meaning to listen to that at gmail.com. And to conclude, Ezra has a final sentiment for us to have the episode done. Three, two. Wait, hold on. Before we start, like, do we like with these? Do we re- should we read them slow or should we just like say them normally? Like I usually how do you say them it?
1: normally. <laughs> I try to at least, but then you read them slow a lot of times.
0: Okay, so normally. Uh three normally what's normal uh, really. Three, <laughs> two, one. 2, 1 you all have, have a lovely day, day
1: and drink plenty drink of water plenty
0: of water wow, stay safe trainers well. <laughs> yeah. yeah have a nice day yeah bye oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I already clicked we didn't capture that